Let's go. All right. Happy Monday again. I'm back in the saddle this week. I uh, got away from the garbage truck in Scottsdale. Those things just seem to like chase me down for some reason and uh, kind of gets annoying. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about this week was a little more in-depth on the real estate market um, again, but also going through um, kind of into a deal. Um, we got lots of deals that are on the table. We got lots of deals that are on the fence right now. If you're in bridge debt or in short-term debt, there's some there's some problems out there. And um, that's kind of what I want to lead into. So guys, if you don't know me, um, I'm Mark Kuhn. I basically I own um, a few different companies that do over $25 million a year. Um, I just basically produce content to help you guys uh, just educate on what I'm learning as a uh, entrepreneur growing, growing myself each and every day. Like I'm super into investing in my skills and hopefully helping provide the beginner entrepreneur some skill set so they can learn along the way. And then also um, you can find me on LinkedIn and I provide content each and every day on how to improve yourself. And um, I also provide a newsletter where it's called Unfollow the Herd. So it's just finding a entrepreneurial path or an, uh, just kind of a different way to invest um, not only in your retirement, but in yourself. So you can have a journey that is not conventional, but very unconventional and hopefully speeds things up for you a little bit. Cause I, I wanted a lot out of life and that's a, that's a reason that I do this. Um, I expect things bigger than, uh, most I want to, I, I just want a lot out of life. And I know there's a lot of other people out there that want a lot out of life. So, um, that's really why I'm doing content today for everyone in the entrepreneurial world. So make sure to go to LinkedIn, subscribe to my newsletter, guys. I'm pushing that out every Saturday morning. Um, I'm already helping out with over 700 people on that subscriber list. Um, and it helped it mean the world to me if you go there and follow me too. So, um, but let's dive into the real estate market because it is freaking saucy out there right now with the, uh, man, the bank crisis. And I just seen some data come out, but what, what is happening right now? What, what economy are we sitting in? Well, you know, the, there, there's economic cycles right now and we've, we've crested over the hill and we're on the downslope, right? So it's just, it's just how far do we fall until that thing starts leveling out again? Well, you're starting to see some things break. And when you start to see things break, you know, you're not too far away. Um, and right now it's unfortunately just like an 08, it's the banks again. So um, the people that are in the most riskiest assets, tech companies, startup companies, um, aka Silicon Valley Bank, um, is in the riskiest asset class. And they broke. They, they, they know the people started to understand that they were being insolvent. And Silicon Valley Bank is full of wealthy people. Like, the whole FDIC thing out right now is like people are only protected up to $250,000 in one bank. Well, that was like 1.6% of that bank was actually insured. So it just shows that any almost every person they had in that bank had millions, millions, billions of dollars. So all that money was uninsured. So what happened to that money? Well, if that bank went down, they were just insolvent. They couldn't pay it out. People are doing a term called bank runs and they knew the bank was getting bad because they weren't able to deliver a withdrawal. Well, when people hear that or investors hear that, what do they do? They go for their money. They go for their money now. 
And they all did this and they pulled out, you know, I don't know. They called it a $2 billion loss and <laughs> on, on the news, but we all know it was much bigger than that. And that bank, you know, was basically insolvent. And so the, the Fed had to come in and protect all these billionaire, millionaire investors that had cash sitting in this bank. Um, and it's a very, it was a very good bank. It was like when you close a note with them, like they came and had white glove wine with you and they just, they were a service provider bank. And they're like, hey, do you need credit lines? Of course, it's all high net worth individuals, but they want referrals of high net worth individuals. Um, but it just shows that they were invested in an asset class that was the most likely to break. Not only tech companies, but startup tech companies. So we kind of went over that last week, but I mean, that's, kind of what happened. And and now you've got another banks in New York. Um, I don't even know. There's there's handfuls of them now. Um, and basically people are on bank runs. They're 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 worried about these banks. They're going and they're pulling their cash out. It's called a bank run. And now everyone's worried about their community bank. Um, and I seen Dave Ramsey even something post something that hey, you know, this is happening because these big banks were invested in the wrong assets. And that is that is partially true. Um, but everyone's pulling their money out of these small community banks thinking, oh man, they're the next, they're the next person that's up. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to go to the flight to safety. So let's go buy, let's go buy some bonds because those are basically risk-free. They're backed by the government. And then people go into bigger banks like, um, you know, Chase and JP Morgan and some of these huge, huge banks that we all know. Um, and people are just, it's just a flight to safety. It's basically, uh, I don't like my cash sitting here. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull my cash and I'm going to put it up in this bigger bank, um, because they seem more credible. Well, anyway, this kept happening over and over, right? Like the government sees like people keep pulling out money. People are pulling out money out of all these community banks. And if we have a financial crisis, things are going to get really bad because then notes will start getting called on real estate and it'll all blow up. Well, to prevent that, the, the uh, you know, basically the Fed stepped in and said, hey, we're going to, I think they just came out with this morning, we're going to back everyone for two years. So basically there's no limit. The $250,000 is now just infinity limit. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm speaking on that right. But that's what I've seen is that they're for two years going to protect anyone at any bank. So now everyone is secure. No one has to run anywhere, right? Like there's nowhere you don't have to go stuff it in your mattress. You can just leave it there. It's insured. If the bank goes to zero, you'll still get your money back. All right. Well, that should prevent a lot of that. And they, and they had to step in. The problem with that, though, is the Fed had to raise their balance sheet by $300 billion. So remember, we're on quantitative tightening, which means the economy is contracting. Instead of printing money, they're trying to get money out of the, out of the market space. And by doing this, it... Um, they needed to reduce their balance sheet. They need to reduce some of their debts, right? So, but they just, all of a sudden, we were on the slow tick cycle of down, down, down. All of a sudden, boom, now we're back up 300 billion. And the, you know, it's just, I think them by doing that is really, we're at 6% inflation right now, right? Everyone kind of knows that. And now all of a sudden, they, they basically printed 300 billion. Now, when you print $300 billion, guess what's going to go up? Inflation. That's why we're basically go puts us back in QE. Now, I know there's a lot of opinions on that, but how can you go and just 
make $300 billion and not cause inflation to rise? Well, you're not. You're basically, they, they had to go out and protect all these banks because remember, we're a centralized banking community. Um, we're backed by the feds. It's a very regulated area. Um, you, it's just not going to help the inflation. That's where we got to get to. So it, inflation has to come down. We've done a decent job up to this point, but they've read, they raised interest rates so freaking fast, fastest as any time in history, all the way from zero to 5%, which we're going to talk a little more today is that this week, they're going to raise rates again by a quarter. And <clears throat> it's just been too painful, too fast. People weren't ready. People were, I like to use the term fat, right? Like everyone's just running around with money because money's everywhere. Well, what happens when you get fat is you start not taking care of yourself. You start just doing, you know, spending money needlessly. And um, this happens in business too. Like I just, people get fat and, and people, things, things just don't, you're not tracking things as you should be because there's plenty of money out there, right? So, and then um, it's kind of like the whole thing, like when you're you're swimming naked out there and uh, the tide comes back, right? Like you're just not paying attention and now the tide's coming back and here you are standing naked and broke because <laughs> you didn't watch your finances. So I always like that analogy, but it's, it's so true because um, now you're seeing the Fed have to step in now and print more money just to get, just to cover these bank deposits. So, um, and, and what I'd like to tell those people is you shouldn't have multiple millions in the bank. You have a business, you have a job to make money. Now, where does that money need to go? It should be pumped into something in investment, Right. It should never sit at the bank and just earn unless you need it for cash flow operations. But no one needs $10 million or $3 million or, you know, in the bank just as a, as a, most people, I should say, not everyone. Most people don't need that much money in the bank just to uh, have an operating account. I get that. Why is all the other cash just sitting there? You should have it somewhere, right? More than even a high yield savings account. That's only getting you 4%. Well, and when inflation's six and potentially going up in the next, you know, in the next few months, what, what then, right? Like you, you need to put them into, like, I get rid of all my cash and I put them into assets and I put them into real estate. I put them into a new development. Um, that's just what I do with my cash because I love the tax benefits of real estate and I love the capital preservation it's very low risk. You know, when banks love lending on real estate is because it's a low risk asset and it's a great hedge or hedge for inflation. And it's a great place to store money. Now, I know there's lots of people out there with, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions, you know, even tens of millions of dollars just sitting in the bank. And it's like, you need to get that to work for yourself because re realize if you're getting three, four, five percent, inflation's probably six. Maybe they're lying. Maybe it's more like 10 right now. You're getting eight in the live. Your cash is literally evaporating faster than you can protect it. And now as the 10 year comes down, the 10 year treasury is coming down because everyone's the flight to safety. Remember, people are moving from from cash into bonds because bonds are safe. But it's the lowest, in, you know, the lowest return on your investment. Um, you know, a really horrible real estate investment can be a 10% return on its life or an internal rate of return. 
And usually you'll get much better than that, even up to 20%, not including all the depreciation you get. So that's why I take money I make in my earned income. I store what I need in my operating accounts and what I need on hand to protect myself in reserves. But then I move all my cash literally into assets. And I didn't realize this till like five years ago, six years ago, when I really started diving deep, like what I really did is I searched like, what are the super wealthy invest in and why? And you can ask chat GPT this, you can ask anything like I, but what you find out is everyone's invested in real estate. So it's like, huh, why, why? Right? Like, well, cause they can make millions of dollars and store them in a appreciating asset. I mean, think about what you own right now. Just think about all the stuff you have. What actually goes up into value? What do you have that goes up into value? Is it, you know, maybe my TI-83 Plus is going up in value. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's ancient and they still sell the same one, but not likely, right? It's going down in value. This this iPad, I know that went down in value. Um, I, have a, I have a watch. Um, some watches might go up in value. That's true. Um, but not likely, right? Like most of this stuff that we own is going down in value. There's not many things. And most people, the most common answer you'll get is what do they say? Their house. It's like not a good one either, right? Unfortunately, the government sees your house as a liability because it doesn't make you any revenue. It just gives you a place to live. So if you're storing all your money in your house, I would make sure that you get a home equity line. Now that the interest rates suck, right? Now it's harder, but shit, a year ago, year and a half ago, I went out and got a mortgage. Who wouldn't get a mortgage at two and a quarter percent? Like, do I have a better chance at making more money than the two and a quarter percent is going to charge me? Hell yeah. Like, I didn't know anything on my house. And I thought that was the life dream uh, because it's the American dream. It's what we're taught. It's following the herd. And uh, then I realized, no, all the wealthy people use leverage to their ability because even when you can borrow money at 6% and inflation's at at least 6%, what's your interest rate? What's your ideal interest rate, right? Well, in two years, is that loan going to be easier to pay down because our purchasing power is going to go so much further down? The value of the dollar is going to drop again. So, and it's already dropping. We need it to drop. But just to understand that's, that's kind of where I started at my, my career path in real estate and like, that's why the super wealthy do it is because they get to invest in assets with awesome capital preservation. It's not get rich quick. You're not going to make a bunch of money today. What you will get today, though, is a tremendous amount of tax benefits. As a real estate professional, you get so many tax benefits and you can own all sorts of different companies and you can get sheltered by the depreciation on a large asset. Um, and maybe we'll go into more what a, being a real estate professional is next week. Um, but I'm, I told you that we would go further into a real estate deal. And I, I, don't, I, I just can't do that easily on a podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot a YouTube this week, um, breaking down a simple real estate deal. So like, if you don't understand a simple, like I get so much terrible... <laughs> numbers sent from me like oh here's the income it's you know the performa sent from the realtor you know it's a duplex and it's a thousand dollars a side 
all right, my rent's two thousand, you know, two thousand dollars a month times twelve. It's twenty four grand. No, you know, there's people that move out. There's there's other ways to get more revenue out of the project, you, you know, the 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 duplex, and you just have to like <laughs> just understand that like people just don't know what they don't know. They didn't hire coaches, mentors. They don't they didn't have a perfect spreadsheet. They don't understand all this. Um, but I need to explain this in depth in probably a 10, 12 minute YouTube video. I'm going to break down all the revenue sources. I'm going to break down all the expenses that you possibly will have. And some that you probably don't even see coming because of all this inflation that's happening. You got utility expenses up. You got freaking, I'm just looking at my real estate taxes. It's like your, your percent change in your asset was 49.54% increase for your real estate taxes. Well, this is a property I own. Literally in Thompson, went from $270,000 to a valuation of almost $400,000. So you have to understand why those are coming, right? Like real estate taxes are increasing, but some people don't think about that in their performa or their metrics. So I'm going to break down in this YouTube basically everything that you can see as a beginner you would need, probably even a little more than even a beginner would need on where to start. And then also on my newsletter... I will release like a calculator, an analysis calculator. So you can just take simple deals, run the math, see if they even work. And if they do, then you can buy them yourself or maybe you can hit us up to partner with you on a deal. But I want to partner up with some of you guys on your real estate deals. If you have larger ones that say you're looking for capital, maybe you're you're, you're just looking for a good partner because you don't know what exactly what you're doing, but you think it's a good deal. Um, we can run it on our side and 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 tell you, you know, so... I'm just out here trying to provide a lot of value to you. I think I can do this better in a in a YouTube than say you know on this podcast. But there's lots of things that you need to pay attention out right for for you need to pay attention to right now because you could get into a lot of trouble. I, I always hate seeing people go into real estate deals because they love it. They get married to the deal, but the numbers never make sense, right? Like you don't want to get into a bad deal just because you love it. The best deals. I always say smell funny, they look weird, uh, they have mold, um, you know, whatever thing that they can have that looks terrible, those are the best deals, to be honest, as a real estate investor. I don't want the thing that's been flipped and looks nice and uh, has perfect new flooring because all the, val- all the delta has been taken. Someone's already made their money. So um, anyway, keep out for YouTube. And if you haven't subscribed to me on YouTube, Please go, just search my name, Mark Kuhn, freaking subscribe to me. I will have this posted in a week or two, um, a video on how you can do it yourselves. And um, like I said, if you want to team up with me, um, reach out to me on LinkedIn, reach out to me on Instagram here, Facebook, whatever, and we'll uh, we'll help post. Um, and I don't know if you, any of you have questions, please ask me a question on Sundays. Jen, I don't know if there's any questions. Okay. Um, but hopefully this was helpful on where the market is and why the banks are collapsing. Um, guys, we're in all-time credit card debt right now. There's freaking car loans going. Basically, you know, you're starting to see them just default. I mean, that's just what's happening. We're in the economy of downhill. Um, you know, I wouldn't protect all your money in banks. I wouldn't keep a lot of cash at in banks right now. It's not earning you enough. Um, protect yourself in assets, capital preservation, and real estate. I hope to help many do that. 
And uh, hopefully I can help provide a way for even you to get into real estate. So any other things, guys, hit me up with a question. How can we help someone get into that to be a contact? Get into real estate? Yep. So reach out to me on, on LinkedIn um, or Instagram. Just leave, uh, leave me a DM and then I will reach out to you and then just say, uh, I don't really want to do a coaching program, but I want to see how as many ways as I can help provide as much content as possible. So if you want to reach out for help on Instagram, just DM me. I'll see how I can help you, you know, invest in your own deal. Um, if you have a deal, DM me the deal again. I'll probably give you my email and you can send that to me there. Um, and if, if everything goes well, we'll I'll reach out with my phone number and we can connect. So um, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you. We'll see you on the next one.